Hello and welcome, good parents. It's so good to have you here. I'm Rolo Kazagura. I'm a mom of two. I'm based in London and I'm a certified hand-in-hand parenting instructor or coach. Thank you for joining me today as we will start to talk about how we can support our children overcome their fear of dogs. In this episode, we will talk about fear, uh, how it manifests, why it's there and how we can use play to help our children tackle it. And in the next episode, we will talk about the edge of the fear and how we can support our children find this edge of the fear, how we can use it and how we can help our children conquer the fear and overcome it. So make sure to subscribe to my channel. Please note that ideas from this episode might be useful in case your child had a traumatic incident with a dog, but they are not enough to support a child to recover after a traumatic incident. Uh, We can talk more about it and I can support you in this case, if this is your child's case. So please feel free to, to reach out and get in touch with me. But for now, let's go back to the fear of dogs, um, which is normal. It is normal to be seen in children of all ages, even if traumatic incident haven't happened. The fear of dogs can manifest itself in different shapes and in different forms, depending on, on its intensity. Maybe you've noticed that your child is hiding behind your leg as a dog just walks by, or maybe uh, they become very alert when a dog is inside, or maybe they're taking a step back as a dog is approaching and they try to keep their distance, or maybe they're avoiding to go to a friend who has a dog or to visit grandma who has a really cute, tiny, fluffy, friendly dog, but they're reluctant and they maybe refuse to go there. And when you go to grandma and the dog comes along, your child desperately wants you to pick them up and just be in your arms. Um, or maybe you've noticed that your child is really overwhelmed with terror as a dog seems to come towards them. Um, fear is, is natural. It's, it's a basic survival mechanism that signals our bodies to respond to danger with a fight, flight, freeze or phone response. Um, and all of these behaviors that I, that I mentioned are normal behaviors. They are meant to, to keep children safe when they feel a potential danger or threat. There's nothing wrong with, with your child for doing these things. And it's not your fault either. If your child is afraid of dogs, you did nothing wrong. Um, and we can support our children to overcome their fear. Um, I know us as parents, we might be wondering and looking for answers. Why is my child afraid of dogs? Or we might be thinking, okay, I get it. They are afraid of big dogs. I'm afraid of them too. But what about the fluffy grandma's fluffy dog? It's so friendly and cute and so small. How come they're afraid of that one? Um, Fear gets inside in so many and unexpected ways. Uh, maybe a big dog barked when they were our child was really little and they got scared but they couldn't talk they couldn't tell us what happened Um, so their brain just associated the image and the sound of the dog 
with you know feeling scared and unsafe and this association is is natural that's one of our brain's job to keep us safe and in order to do so it needs to learn and make associations based on our experiences um, or maybe one day when our child was two we were in the park and they were exploring the nature a few meters away from us and this fluffy cute dog playfully jump you know ran towards our kid and jumped on our kid but our kid was surprised by this it was a bit too much too soon for our kid in the moment so they got scared and for whatever reason they couldn't release that fear out of their system right on the spot so the fear just got stuck inside and now they are afraid of dogs or maybe the fear of dogs has nothing to do with dogs maybe they heard a story about this fierce scary ferocious animal that sounded as if it could be a dog or maybe on you know fluffy bunny accidentally while on the farm on a farm trip bit their finger and they associated their brain associated fluffy four-legged animal with pain and danger um and the thing is we as parents and this is the good news we don't need to know where the fear comes from the information might give us you know a helpful clue at times but it's not essential it's not important um, in order for us to to support our children overcome this fear and I know that some of the things uh, we might have been told to do in order to to help our kids get past the fear was to talk to our kids about dogs to read books to watch videos to explain to them why they shouldn't be afraid of dogs or tell them all the reasons why grandma's fluffy, small fluffy dog should be afraid of them and not the other way around because they are bigger than the dog and the dog is tiny and small and we could hurt them, they couldn't hurt our kid and, and so on. Um, and maybe you've tried some of these suggestions because you're, I know you're a good parent and I know you want to support your kid because you, you see them going through these emotions and being sort of stuck in this fear and you want them to be free of this fear and enjoy going to the park without being afraid that, that a dog is gonna be there. Uh, so I'd like to offer you, if you've tried those things and your child is still afraid of dogs, I'd like to offer you a playful idea um, that you might want to try and might help your child overcome this fear. Um, fear is, as I said, a human emotion. It arises in response to a perceived threat. And in order to overcome the fear of dogs, children need to let the scary feelings out so they can recover emotionally. So what our children need from us is to support them to release the scary feelings that just got stuck inside there. Um, and this is how they will become free of fear. And I'm sure you've noticed that children do avoid uh, being around dogs or talking about dogs or even thinking about them. So this is why maybe some of the methods that you've tried haven't uh, been enough. Um, so we will have 
at times we will have to come to them and suggest things to them like a game. Children are able to recover from scary incidents that had instilled the fear of dogs in them through play. So the first thing we can try is to play with them. And because we humans let the scary feelings out and release the tensions through giggles and laughter and through other, through crying and tantruming and shaking, but through giggles and laughter, we will try to come up with a game that brings lots of giggles and laughter. So we might go to our kid and say, hey, did this turn into a dog? <gasps> My kid turned into a dog! And just pretend to be scared, try to run around, run away, we stumble and fall, we, the child joins our game, starts barking or starts chasing us. <gasps> Oh my God, where's a stick, a ball, something? Oh, there's a ball. And we pick up the ball and we try to throw it, but we, you know, drop it on the floor. Oh my God, I can't believe this. I tried with the ball. I tried to die for this dog and it's still chasing me. What else can I do? And we keep playing and trying to get away and the child tries to chase and catch us and we stumble and fall. And, <laughs> um, and they are, you know, the powerful ones, the ones in charge. Um, or maybe one day our child just says the word apple or the word book or a word randomly um, and we say, hey, who said the magic word and turned me into a dog? I did not plan on being a dog today. Please, whoever did this, please turn me back into a human being. And they, chances are, they will start to giggle, in which case we are on the right track. Uh, they might become the owner of the dog and they will give us orders what to do um, or they might pretend to turn us into a human being but then actually you know okay mom or dad I'll turn you into a human being and they will say a magic word oh I tricked you mom you're an elephant now oh tricked you again mom you're a cat oh daddy I tricked you you're a dog again and so on. Um, the idea is to pay attention to our child, notice what brings laughter around their fear of dogs and more of that and just you know stop doing the things that don't result in giggles. Um, and we will try to do this, um, this bringing of giggles through this role reverse play they are the powerful, competent, fierce ones. Um, and this time we are the ones that are small and clumsy and scared. Um, and we will want to make sure we really exaggerate being scared uh, without, um, you know, mocking or humiliating our kid. We won't imitate them. We will just take the general idea of being afraid and we will exaggerate it. Uh, playing and laughing in a safe environment on the topic of fear allows children to to release the fear through giggles. They can work on conquering the fear without being directly exposed to what caused the fear. And because back then when the fear you know arose inside or uh, when the fear got 
and stuck inside, um, this fear was accompanied by a feeling of helplessness, it's really beneficial for our children to now feel powerful, strong, in control and brave. Um, and sometimes one playful session can be enough you know, to lift a light fear, but at other times um, our children might need more playful sessions. So don't feel like you're doing anything wrong if you try one of these ideas at home and your child is still afraid of dogs. It's normal. Sometimes this work just, just takes more time. Emotional work takes time. Um, for children whose fear is bigger, uh, this approach of playing dogs or around dogs might be too direct. Um, so other playful games will be needed uh, in which they are still the powerful, strong, competent and brave ones and we are the clumsy, scared ones. Um, maybe they are the dragon and we are the scared mouse. Uh, or they are the lion roaring loudly and fiercely and we are this old, tiny old lady that just wants some peace and is becoming afraid of this this thing that who's, who's making all this terrible noise? Can't I get some peace around this savannah? And we are confused and a bit scared of, of this noise that they're making. Um, and we can just, you know, just go to our kid and say, hey, how about we play zoo today or animals today? Or let's play something. I'll be the mouse. What do you want to be? And just see where all this, this playing takes you. Uh, we could also use puppets or soft toys. And one puppet is afraid of waffles let's say waffles <laughs> um because this way the child gets to play and laugh around fear without thinking thinking directly um or tackling directly the fear of dogs they just play and have fun around the idea around fear um the thing is we will want to just follow our child's lead because they will guide us. They know what they need in order to heal. They want to heal. They don't like having this fear stuck inside them. Uh, so we'll just show them that we're here, we're available, we're gonna support you and they will use this. Uh, so this is one way in which we can support our children overcome their fear of dogs make sure to, to join me in the next episode on, on this topic. We will talk about another way in which we can support our children. This was through play and laughter. Next time we will talk about uh, the edge of the fear, what it is and why it's helpful and how we can use it. I hope today's episode has been helpful. Please do let me know if you've tried any of these suggestions, um, how things are going. And also, if you have any questions, I'd love to hear them. You can reach me in the comments on my website, parentbyconnection.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram as well, parentbyconnection. I'm Laura Lucas Agora. It's been a pleasure being here with you. Thank you for joining me. Um, and thank you for trying your best and for doing all the things that you do to make life good for your children. I hope you have a lovely day and I'm looking forward to being here with you again soon. Bye.